I just cannot imagine like, oh God, that must feel, I feel so bad for her. That must feel all, especially if she truly has repented. That's the thing too. Like if she was one of those people like, yeah, it's out there. <laughs> Who cares? I'll show my son myself. Like if he, she was like that, I wouldn't feel that bad, but you can tell she feels shame and she feels like, you know what? I should not have done that. She can't relate to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture? Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls. Girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, relationships, work, pop culture, and true crime from a Christian conservative perspective. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. expressed on this podcast are our own and do not reflect our employers. Enjoy! Hello everyone, you are listening to Those Are The Girls With Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory. And we are changing culture and bringing that traditional values. Happy Easter everyone. Happy Easter! We're recording this on Good Friday. Um, I'm in a really, really good mood. Um... Yeah, I'm just off today, which is beautiful. I have not had yes. a day off like a holiday since New Year's. This is oh like wow, day off. Well, and and I think it's because like we get the week between Christmas and New Year's off, so I think like that's yeah, where so the don't. bulk of our like holiday goes. Yeah, which I'm not complaining. I'd rather have that off than a random day here and there. Yeah, and I'm the exact opposite. I I like having the random days. Like going an entire month not having a day off is that. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> wow. So you've had four months practically like that. Yeah, though. I mean, I've taken like a couple of PTO days off. Like last week, I had to take a PTO day off. I had to take a PTO day to take an For exam, moving. and then we took PTO. I took like two days of PTO when we moved. Which was probably, like, the best thing I did. Because I was, like, about to, like, not take any PTO. And Oof. it was just probably, like, a better because, like, I don't know if I talked about this. Like, our move, like, was a move from, like, hell, to be honest. <laughs> because, like, we yeah, didn't I get the... I don't know it. if... How did I talk to you about this? Like, we didn't... I think you talked about it with, um, I was about to say Sebastian, with Juan, when Juan was that's on. That's right. About how they told you guys the different places. Yeah, that's right. So we didn't get a large enough truck. So then, like, that Monday was, like, I spent all that Monday driving back and forth between Raleigh and Greensboro to, like, finish, pa- like, finish moving. And how moving. far is that drive? What? How far is that drive, Raleigh and Greensboro? Uh... A little under an hour and a half. Oof, yeah. Still too long. So, like... To be going back and forth. Yeah. Well, luckily, I think, like... I think I only had to go... I didn't have to go back and forth that day. Like, Saturday, I went, like, two or three times back and forth between Raleigh and Greensboro. But Monday, I only did, like, the one trip. Because, luckily, Juan was working in the office that, that day. So, I called him. I'm like, dude, like, we're switching cars. Because I need you, your car to finish packing. 
And then, like, I was, like, trying to, like, clean, and our vacuum just, like, bit the dust and was like, no, thank you. You can leave me here. And I'm like, okay, vacuum. (laughs) Oof. Well, I'm glad that you were able to take the day off and that you guys moved. And it looks like you've gotten a lot more, like, into the Mm -hmm. routine. Even the background looks like you've set some stuff up. And, like, I'm waiting to, like... My crap, I just dropped my iPad. Well, so I'm waiting. So I have like a picture I'm putting there, but I have to get it framed. It's like this like really pretty. So my dad used to work for um, U.S. Airways back in like the 90s. Oh, really? And it was like Piedmont Airlines when he was there. And so he had this really beautiful print of an airplane from... um like when he worked there that I'm going to like put right there. So like oh, that's nice. why like, I'm waiting. I need to go. Like I'm going next week in Newark. So I will probably try to take. Into work. Did you say into work? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Jesus. The way you said it, like your words kind of. So I thought you said into Newark. No, like, Newark I wish. In- Newark I was like, a lovely going there? Newark? I think so. N-E-W-E. Yeah. N-E-W-A-R-K? No, I Oh, really? Airport. Okay, then maybe not. <laughs> Did you see, speaking of airports, that Char- Char- Charlotte Charlotte was the number six most traveled airport in the world this year? Wow, mm-hmm. not surprised. We're well, hub. we are, like, bigger than, like, two China locations. Granted, I think it's oh, because wow. China's pretty much been on lockdown this whole year. But still, like, it's crazy. That is crazy. And, um... A lot of people, if you're just going through Charlotte Airport, you should try the Bojangles. I always recommend that because you don't really get Bojangles a lot of places. Um, and Charlotte Airport has it. So all my friends that come uh, through Charlotte, they always say, yeah, I stopped by that Bojangles. Only time I can get it. Or if you're traveling all through the Dallas Dallas Airport, there's a Whataburger uh-huh. in Dallas. I, okay, I need to, I've never had uh, a Whataburger. I'm going to Dallas. Glorious. I'll be going to W. So YWLS, yeah, I was like WLS, YWLS, I'll be going, you guys, um, so hope to see you there, but I'm gonna have to try Y. Okay, I will have Sebastian text you what you need to get, because he worked at Whataburger in college and, like, knows, like, all the secrets oh. and, like, what to do Ooh, yeah, and everything. yeah, secret stuff. Ooh, maybe I'll, like, record a, a quick vlog about that, that'd be oh, That would be cool. Yeah. So, but yeah, what are your Easter plans? Um, so we were going to go out of town. We're not going to go out of town. Now. Is we? So I, uh, my family. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so now, like, to Easter, I guess is going to start today. Um, because it's Good Friday, so there's an Easter service at church that I'm going to that I'm probably going to join. Um, I had a meeting with the pastor's wife yesterday. The campus pastors. Do you want to say what church um, it is? Yeah, why not? Freedom House. I think they're starting a school. That's why I wanted to. I think they're starting a school. Yeah, I think they are. Is what I. I I think they're doing a um because what will be smart is if they did not even necessarily a school but um so when I was living in Virginia Beach they were the church I went to they were part of a program it was a one school room pro school yeah one schoolroom type program so the kids would go to this place i think it was at the y and it was technically kindergartners through 12th graders but it was one teacher and they would help they 
everything was like hands-on. So you would do your curriculum, but they had the one teacher that would help them if they needed help. And then like the, I want to say like ninth through 12th graders, they were like expected to help like kindergartners, third graders if they needed help with different things. But the idea was like back to Little House on the Prairie days about how you were learning. Everybody was together, no matter your grade, you were all together learning and learning from each other and things like that. I think they're going to do something similar to that because that's becoming a lot more popular where you kind of, yeah, it's become a lot more popular where you kind of just like come together as a community and because I, I feel like it was it was significantly cheaper than a private school mm. and it wasn't public. I, I don't know how much it costs, but let's say, so the average private school in Charlotte is about, I'll say average 12,000 a year. Um, I on the lower my end. friend always jokes, Chapel Hill is like 4,000. Yeah. On the lower end. I mean, there's private schools in Charlotte that are 30,000 a year, but that's beside the point. So let's say 12,000 when you average all of them out. So it's about 12,000 a year. Um, a one-room schoolhouse would be like 2,000, maybe. Something like mm-hmm. that. Um, which isn't bad, especially if you split so up over 12 months. Of like, so they would do that as like a classroom or just like an after-school program? Oh, it's a class. Like a school. Okay, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Like, yeah. I wonder yeah. like with the so high school students, like all the AP exams and like those AP classes, like, is that just not the kind of APs are out, girl? APs out. Dual enrollment to college is in. Good point. That is a good point. I that's like one thing like I regret not doing. Like I really wish APs were Me not too. like push on us so much. Like because like I had it's the useless. worst teachers like for AP exams. Like and it's nothing like not knocking the teachers, but I just don't think like they were given the resources necessarily to like know how to teach it does that make sense like yeah um it was just like there was a lot more expected because i remember like my ap statistics class was taught by the computer science teacher and so oh, it it was just like <laughs> and that's not a public school that's yeah, crazy so, that sounds like, very private school there, your pe teachers teaching help. yeah because there was too many of us that signed up so it got like passed on to another math teacher yeah, oh, wow. so got passed on to another math teacher, even though like that's not his forte, and yeah. it was just like I just don't think they were given like the right resources to like prepare us. Like, why am I get like learning statistics from a teacher that is like his specialty is computer science? Like, it's not the same thing. Yeah, and so and I think yeah. well in in our county too, if you opt out to taking the AP exam, they will drop a letter grade. Oh, wow. Yes. And, um, but we also had to pay for it. Like, oh. we were... Ex- oh, they didn't really? Wow. Yeah, so, I'm like, we sure. were expected to pay for it. Granted, if, like, you're in, like, free or reduced lunch or whatever, like, you can get a waiver to where the school will pay for it. But if your parents mm-hmm. can afford it, you're paying for it. And if you don't take, you drop a letter grade. Because, like, there would be probably I would not have taken a few because like Same. I just had like an awful teacher and it was just like they were okay they were great teachers but not for the AP exam yeah so yeah and I think um to the also the problem is like the AP exam is the exact it's not necessarily a problem this is just how it is it's exactly the same for everybody all across the country so if you just don't have a teacher equipped then yeah. 
oh, well, you just wasted your time and money taking this test. Whereas if you do the dual enrollment, so that's, I think that's what a lot of them do is like you do that. Then once you get to a certain grade, you just go ahead and start doing dual enrollment. And then you get your associates by the time you graduate high school. And then you can just do two years in college and do your bachelor. So it's, if I were to do, I think they're going to do a system. If I were to do it over again, because so dual enrollment, it's early college is what we call it in public schools. So if yeah. I were to do it over again, I think I would have done early college. So then I graduated yeah. my associates, but that wasn't really like, it was an option, but it wasn't like a big option. If that makes sense. Like it wasn't like, I think I knew one person that did it. I knew like a f- two or three, but I feel like it's a lot more popular now. Oh yeah. And I, I mean, I just wish like, in, or even like, I remember I had friends that instead of taking AP courses, they like, went to the community college just to take courses and like the afternoons. And so I wish that was like discussed upon like that. Cause it's like, okay, like you're taking an AP. I wish I gave us all of our options. Yeah. Like if you're taking an AP exam, it was like, you may or may not pass. Like it's not a guarantee you're going to get college credit where if you're like dual enrollment or, like just taking a class at a community college, you're gonna get college credit as long as you pass yeah. it or class. Right. Like right. you're not like it's not tied to you passing a standardized exam. And I think also too, like you don't know like I didn't know really about the early college thing until I went to college. So you don't yes. know what you don't know. So we don't yeah. know that that was an option unless someone tells you. But I think now people, especially because people are just trying to get away from public school, people are now like expanding their mind to seeing mm-hmm. so many other options. And I like that Freedom House is going to do something like that. Cause I really do. I'm a big fan, big fan. I'm a big fan of Christian education. I will always like, if you ask me where you should send your kids, I would definitely always say send them to a Christian school. Like I just, I, I had a great experience. I came out decent. I mean, obviously, it's never perfect. Yeah. Like, I have people in my year. Um, actually, I have a, a couple people in my year who are now atheists. So, oh. it, you know, yeah. So, it really does depend. But I, I do think you have a more fighting chance. Um, and, you know, they may be atheists, but they can't say, you know, I pray that God's going to change their heart by the time they die. But when they go to heaven, they can't say they didn't know. Because we were told. We were told the truth. We were told... Um, you know, stuff like that. But anyway, that's beside the point. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to that church uh, tonight for a good Friday service. And then tomorrow, I think I'm going to do love life in the morning. Um, and then uh, Sunday, I'll be at church again, praising God that he is risen. Yep. This is like, uh, Easter's my favorite time a year. Like, I'm yeah. not a huge, like, I'm not a huge Christmas fan, to be honest. Like, Really? I just feel like it's gotten so, like, materialized, and it's, like, mm-hmm. kind of lost the point. So, like, Christmas is not necessarily, like, my favorite, like, religious holiday. It's Easter, for sure. Yeah. I feel like there's just a lot. I mean, Christmas, celebrating Jesus' birth is great. Mm-hmm. and East, But I just feel like there's just so, like, Easter's so much more, when you really think about the whole reason for the religion well, yeah, I guess you'd say for the religion, the whole reason why um, we can be happy and like have hope is because Jesus is alive again. Hello, Sebastian. 
<laughs> See, he's been wanting to do this on my work calls, and I told him like a hard no. Oh my goodness! Yeah, he's been no, wanting that's to like. So he's inappropriate. Like, I just like walked up behind you on your work calls. So those who are listening, my husband just walked up behind making a face. He's been dying to do that <laughs> in my work calls, and I'm like, no. And so he should he he should do one of those things, you know, like when the pandemic first happened, everybody had those like silly stories, like the baby would run in yes. or like someone wasn't paying attention and they would just start doing Sebastian. Like if it's a chill call, he should do that. Yeah. Well, he you wants get the wrong oh, baby. supervisor. Okay. You oh. were loud. Maybe not necessarily like that. I'm thinking like, Have you not watched the Emperor's New Groove. Oh, I didn't even, <laughs> didn't even put two and two together. I was just like, okay. That's so what a, he really you know, wants to do, are you what he really wants to do. <laughs> so I have funny. like a morning call with my boss every morning. He just wants to sit in and like tr- have the camera turn on and it's just him, not me. And it's to see what my boss's oh my reaction would be. And I go, no, you can't do that. <laughs> no. Maybe if you guys were like your boss and you were friends. Well, even though that's. No, no, no. You no, can't I'm like, no, you can't do that. If he was a child, that'd be funny. I mean. <laughs> well, you know, if he... <laughs> a little bit more literally a child. Like, when three-year-olds do something like that, it's like, oh, that's so oh cute. Oh, my God. I, okay, so I made all the boys, like, I made myself, Sebastian, and want an Easter basket. I bought us some water guns because I thought it'd be funny, and now I'm kind of regretting it. He's in the other, he's in the bathroom filling up the water gun. Oh my goodness! Stop. We're um, excuse me, we, sir. We are recording a we podcast. We are recording a podcast, please. Um, and you're getting all my fancy technology wet. Stop. <laughs> so sorry, Mal. Um, sir, well, you have what? to leave that till after. I mean, seriously. <laughs> and my gun's um, my, my gun's empty. <laughs> you weren't I ready. Wasn't ready. Okay, what are you doing anything exciting for Easter? Um, we are going to Saturday night mass. So I will say like so in the Catholic Church when you're going through confirmation it's tied to Easter. So when you are getting confirmed, it's like the Saturday night, like Easter mass. And Mm -hmm. I just thought it was like, the whole, like what the Catholic church does for Holy Week is just so beautiful. Like, um, like the Thursday night service, the Friday night service, and then like the Saturday night service. So like, it's just like, you really feel like, you're there in the bible if that makes sense like it's like it's mm-hmm. just like all like the traditional aspect of it it's just like so beautiful because like thursday night it's like related to um like his last night and then friday like the you don't supper. take um communion on friday because he's dead and so like he's not alive so then like they kind of like lock up like the eucharist and you don't take communion and like there's like kind of like everyone's kind of like in mourning in a way because it's like he died and then saturday night it's just like so beautiful like 
everyone's like, yay, he's risen. Um, we start outside. And if there's any Catholics listening, I've only had one Easter service because I got confirmed in 2019. And then pandemic <laughs> hit. So if I get some of these details wrong, don't at me. Um, But it was just so beautiful. So it was like we started outside in front of the fire. Because, you know, like in the Catholic church where they have like the big candle was like the light of like Christ that burns all year. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that's when the candle gets restarted. So you have a fresh candle starting on Easter. And so there's a fire outside. So they light that candle with a fire. Everyone has candles. And then they pass the light around. So it's like everybody's getting like the light of Christ. And then everyone walks in the mass together, sits down. And you have like all... um, and then, like, those who are, like, already inside, like, the light will just get passed around. So, like, the whole, like, um, church is just filled up with, like, candlelight. And it's just so beautiful. beautiful. So, That's we beautiful. are going to do that um, Saturday night at the cathedral here in Raleigh, which is absolutely gorgeous. Like, Google pictures of Raleigh Cathedral, and it's just so beautiful. Yeah, I can imagine. That's one thing I do enjoy about um, Catholic buildings. They are gorgeous, Mm -hmm. like absolutely gorgeous. So we're doing that Saturday and then Sunday we're doing Easter with my family, my my parents, my sister, my aunts and uncles, my grandma, and my cousins with my cousin's new little baby. It's his first Easter. You want to... Go to church with them? No. We're, like, doing, like, Sunday lunch. Okay. Okay. So, well, which reminds me, I need to figure out what we're bringing (laughs) food-wise. Well, yeah, that's one thing about being an adult. You actually have to provide now. You can't. Before, you can just show up. I miss the days where I could just show up. Yeah. They're like, yeah, let us know what you're bringing. I'm like, I don't cook. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm bringing something to, I forgot after service, we're doing Easter lunch too with our family, with my family. I said our, <laughs> with my family. Um, I think I'm supposed to bring something as well. Actually. You're going to extend it. Your extended family's all there too. Yeah. Yeah. My extended family. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're going to do like, we're going to do like Sands Club potato salad. <laughs> hey, that's. Uh, Sebastian wants to bring stuffing. I'm like, dude, it's my my mom brought in like this morning. She called me. She's like, hey, can you open the door? I left the groceries out there. And I was like looking through. She's making stuffing. And I was like, oh, OK. I'm like, um, babe, um, it's not Thanksgiving. He's like, stuffing is good for every occasion. And I'm like, OK, you do you. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I was like, stuffing. I mean, you're you know, like, the... we're having like ham. So I mean, I don't. Stuffing's good on ham. <laughs> Now ham is good for every loca- every location. Well, it's good for every location, but every occasion yes. as well. Ham for every oh. holiday. I'm pro ham. Yes. Honey baked ham. So I think we're gonna do that and then um he wants to bring um beans. Like pinto um the canned like bushes oh. baked beans. I'm like, like oh, can we not be like, you know, so a little funny. bit more fancy and get like canned green beans like yeah <laughs> that's funny big to me i um after this we got to get into the um 
I was going to say the lesson. Oh my goodness, my brain is like not here. We have to get into the stories. But uh, last time I went to my friend's house, it was so funny. Um, she had, it was like a group of us. Um, and she invited some of her husband's friends. So I came late and I was making my plate and I was like, wow, these beans are so good. Who made these beans? And uh, her husband's best friend was like, I did, you know, I, he was like telling me all this stuff. And then the wife was like, it's literally just a can of baked beans. And I was like, are you yeah, serious? Did I change my family's rest? famous baked beans? I go, Bush's baked beans? He goes, yeah. <laughs> I think they changed their recipe because I don't know if I was just super hungry, but they were so good. And they are this excellent. Is... Like, I will give them that. They yeah. like, they are excellent. I'm sure they're full of so much sugar, though. That is why they're excellent. When I think about it. But they... This new recipe, delicioso. Okay, um, we should get into it. I know you guys love. Do you? Does everyone here love listening to us? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> okay, everybody, stop, stop, calm down, calm down. Okay, um. Sorry, that was so funny to me. Okay, so let's get into the stories. Are you ready for some tea? Crap, I hit my mic. <laughs> Clink. Well, I will say because so your need. camera is like on my right. So I was like going up to do your camera and hit the <laughs> mic, not realizing like, no, I should focus on where my camera is. That's funny. I think you're, yeah, you're on my right too. I'm still in the low. I think you're on yeah. my right too. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. So, I guess it's, there's not like a story with this. I want to talk about Vic sent this to I me. Have and I have not watched it all the way through. I haven't had time, so you okay. can talk about it. Okay. Well, Vic sent it to me, and I had heard Claire. Shout out Claire. I don't know if she's listening, but Claire is in like a clip. Well, like they were just doing. You know how you just use, like, photos of pro-life people randomly? There's, like, one of Claire, like, with her sign-up. It's just super random. Like, you can't even really tell it's mm-hmm. her unless you know it's her. Mm-hmm. So she posted. She's like, oh, my goodness, I'm in the LeBrant family video. And I was like, oh, okay. I, it didn't occur to me really what it was about. I was just like, I'm not – I'll be honest. I'm not the biggest fan of theirs. Do you like them? I like them. I think they're, like, really cute and really sweet. And like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I follow them on social media. Like, I like their content. Yeah. See, I, I, I don't know. They just come off like when I think of hmm, what's a perfect family, I think of them. And I don't personally, I just don't like that. So I've unfollowed them years ago. I feel like I feel like, but I will say too much. Like, I don't know. Don't put them so high on a pedestal. Like, let them like follow oh. them for their content. Like, it's really good. Oh, but I also hate that. I hate pranks. I think that's so dumb. Like, um, they're not known for their pranks. I don't know. Yeah, they are. They're like doing all that prank stuff, pranking Everly, and like. Well, no, uh, they don't do that anymore. Oh, like, no. they're. I would say, like, they do like a lot of like dances with Everly for like TikTok because she's an excellent dancer, and then um, it's more just like family content of like family lifestyle content yeah. because they have like a three kids she's pregnant with her fourth and then i knew um, that that girl stays pregnant good for her though and then uh but a lot of it too like i i know them for like the carpool karaoke's 
that he did with Everly. See, I don't. I don't That's like, how I know them. I don't know I did, them for like pranking Everly at all. Okay. See, like a two minute video, maybe once ever, two minute, a two second video every once in a while, fun or whatever. I don't know. I just, that's not my type of content that I like to consume. Mm-hmm. So I just stopped. And I just, I personally just don't like perfect looking things. I, that's just me. Yeah. I know that's different. Um, but so, and also too, there's also, you know, the argument over, well, never mind. I don't want to get into that. But when I saw that, I was like, well, first of all, I subscribed to their YouTube channel to support. And I liked the video because I want to support. But when I saw that, I was like, wow, this is fantastic. This is a career ending move. Um, yeah, I could not believe I they. I, I'm shocked. That it is. I suggest Wait, everybody so watch it. And if you are pro. Thing, right? Oh, I watched the Okay, can thing. you? Because it was 40 minutes can, and I just didn't have time. <laughs> Can you give us like a synopsis? Yeah. So essentially they took the um, pro love route in the sense of they were saying it wasn't even like we are anti-abortion. It wasn't even that, which I also, so I watched the full thing and then I legit watched like 10 videos against it because I wanted to hear like, what was the other side saying? And it really wasn't like, you can tell people don't really consume anti-abortion content because it was incredibly mild. Um, it was definitely the pro love route in the sense it talked. The majority of the video was just about helping the mom. Mm-hmm. Like, how do we? What can we and do I to think help the mom? Showing they her that it's like her life's not going to end with a kid. Yes, yes. They had Amy Ford on from Embrace Grace, which was, I mean, this was a huge thing for her. I know she was like, "Thank you, God." And I'm curious if like she reached out to them or if they reached out to her. I'm very curious about how this documentary was made. Like, I'm not, like, I'm very glad, and I'm not one of those people that are, like, skeptical. Like, what was the purpose of this? I don't feel that way at all. And I am pretty critical of them, but I don't feel that way at all. I'm very grateful that they made it, and I'm just curious how it came about. Because the question, I believe the question that he posed was something like, um, what happens if we can love them both or something like that. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this is fantastic. This is what, I love this. I mean, there, and he said, even after this documentary, abortion is still going to be legal. Like he said, he's not here to like take away, like to make abortion illegal. He said something like that, which, you know, I think we should, but that wasn't the point of the video. And I liked, I really, especially for a secular audience, I thought it was well done because I mean he interviewed women who uh he interviewed someone who almost had it they went in for the appointment but the baby survived Mm -hmm. they interviewed a woman who wanted to have an abortion but she decided not to and now she has a business they interviewed like I said Amy Ford and her Embrace Grace everybody should be involved in Embrace Grace I have to Amy Ford um not to like brag but when I was on uh Focus on the Family she was there too super sweet and she remembered me when I saw her in January so that was that felt kind of cool um and but yeah so like um the like it was just very much um how do we help the woman like what can we do he interviewed his grandmother who was going to abort his mom and her boy i cannot remember i don't i only watched it once i want to say it was the her boyfriend's parents wanted her to abort 
uh, Cole's mom. Mm, I didn't know that. But her parents ran him out of the yacht, uh, out of off the lawn or something like that. Um, and they had the baby. Um, so I I think it was just so great. I want to talk a little bit about some of the critiques that people had, and not necessarily. I wish I had the technology slash the time to go through some of the videos and like kind of debunk some of the things. One thing I want to say. A lot of the people who are like, that could be a really good, like, TikTok real content. Like, you do, like, segments of, like, you don't have to do, like, the full video, but just kind of do, like, little clips out of it where you debunk it. So, like, you post, like, say, like, 10 TikToks for one video of, like, debunking in segments. That's a good idea. Yeah, maybe I can do that between today and tomorrow because I'll have, if I have today off, <laughs> um, I have more free time. Um, but yeah, so one thing I wanted to say is a lot of people were like, well, Savannah had a baby out of wedlock and sin is sin. Her having the baby out of wedlock, uh, her having that baby was sin and someone having an abortion is sin. I want to say something about that really quick. Two things. The first thing is having a baby isn't sin. Having sex before marriage is sin. So I think that's just something that we should um, work on what we're talking about. Um, and I'll give the person right. Having sex before marriage and having an abortion is sin. And it's all the same to God. I, I will give you that. Sin separates you from God. It's all the same. Sure. Um, but I just want to clarify. Having the baby is not getting pregnant is not a sin the sin is the sex because even people who are having sex before marriage that aren't pregnant yeah it's not the result not just the exactly um and the second thing is if you are a christian then you have god's grace and once you actually repent which means turn away from that sin then it no longer matters to god and we offer each other grace so even if you make a mistake, well, yeah, I'll say make a mistake. Even if you make a mistake, once you repent, once you truly are repentful, then I don't want to necessarily say it does not matter. But to God, it says God um, forgives your sin as far as the east is from the west. Mm-hmm. So it's just he's not going to remember it. Like it doesn't matter anymore. So that's not necessarily a good argument for a Christian. Like, you know, if someone's not a Christian, then sure, I'm Sure, that's a, probably a great argument. But, like, if you're a Christian, like, okay, and she's repented and she has turned away. Now, this is an example of, and this is something I'm working on in my life. When you make it, you have a sin and you say, I'm sorry, God, and then you go back and do the same thing. And you keep going back and do the same thing. There's a difference between doing that and, like, you know what, God, I am truly sorry. I keep messing up. Help me. I do not want to continue doing this. And, continually going back and forth mm-hmm. so that was one of the cre- critiques i wanted to say another critique is this guy um uh, i sometimes started watching his videos because of uh he commented he did like a video on um britney dawn and he did a video critiquing this video so he's a former pastor and he's deconstructing um which you know everyone pray for i have a couple of friends that have and that are deconstructing and I just, everybody needs to be praying for their deconstructing friends because you can deconstruct two separate ways. And I will say my friends that have deconstructed have deconstructed the, to the atheist side, agnostic atheist side. But anyway, so he's deconstructing and he's very open about that. He made a comment that I just thought was so interesting. He said that a 
abortion isn't a topic that we should be talking about. Like, it's just, it's such a taboo. I'm surprised they did that. It's such a taboo. Like, we really shouldn't be talking about it. And I think that is so dangerous. I think that's so, I think that's like a wrong mindset to have. Also too, like if you truly believe your stance on abortion, you should be talking about it. If you truly believe abortion abortion is murder then you should be talking about it just like we don't stay silent when we talk about other things that are going on that's the part that's kind of strange to me is like if we're if you truly believe abortion is murder because he did say he believes life begins at conception he said he did believe that but he said that he can't tell someone what to do which is to me that's kind of a cop-out but my thing is, like, if you feel that way, then you shouldn't be speaking up when someone hurts somebody. You shouldn't be speaking. You shouldn't even be speaking up with Cole and Sav with this video because, I mean, it's... If they should be talking about it, it while you're creating content, you talk about it. Right. Like, if if you truly feel that way. So, to me, that just seems a little bit like... And I'm just curious. Like, it's just interesting that this is the one topic. Like, no one would say that about human trafficking. Yeah. Like, no one would say... I mean, you know, I do believe human trafficking is wrong, but there are some people who like it. I just, I, I can't get involved. We shouldn't talk about it. It's too awful. We shouldn't talk about it. Like, there's no, no one says that. So I just, that's so interesting to me. Um, well, and I want to add that. too, it's like, cause if I recall, and correct me if I'm wrong, Savannah wasn't like that strong in her faith until after she had Everly. Like, when she got pregnant, she wasn't that i think that's what? true yeah i think yeah right. if i recall I think, so like she got sure. pregnant and then like decided like to be a mom and she got stronger in her faith like after and like cole's always been crazy strong in his faith and so like you know they're strong in their faith and they've t- openly talked about their faith why would you expect them to be pro-abortion right and that's the thing too i was like their audience that like apparently there's a bunch of tiktoks because someone i was listening to i couldn't even finish hers hers was like not trying to be me but hers was just so whiny um she was like yeah there's a bunch of people on tiktok who are like unsubscribed and i'm like did you really think that they like were you subscribed before they're like recording themselves unsubscribed i'm like i bet they subscribed and then like unsubscribed for the video yeah um because i'm like did you not know (laughs) how would you not know um but i just i think that was such a amazing thing for them to do i'm very grateful i really think it's career suicide i'm just waiting for youtube to be like and that's that yeah uh your channel is so it was like i mean they didn't scream pro-life right it was more well, like why can't we just love them both it wasn't i will say go ahead so i forgot to mention this they had a doctor on to explain that life began at conception and to explain what happens during an abortion um and he was a former abortionist i believe and they had another doctor on um that explained that like there's never a medical necessary reason to have an abortion um because that's one of the lies that people say um, that's why it's you can feel confident in saying you believe in um in no abortion in your anti-abortion with no exceptions because there is never a medical necessity for someone to have an abortion um so i mean i think that could i mean that's obviously pro-life to even say like um to say that so 
I mean, YouTube, YouTube might not, but I'm thinking about like sponsors, sponsors, especially because they're everyone on the everyone's arguments were that it was a kid's channel and this guy now this is their channel is a kid's channel yeah Mm. i mean i think it's good friendly content well well here's the thing um this guy he broke down who watches it's kids and grown men which is like really gross um but it's kids and grown men that's the breakdown you know you can get like those systems to see like who's done this and who's watched that like who what is the main audience mm-hmm. um so i mean i don't think it's they never show they don't show an actual abortion they do show um a baby growing which i think was fine like i don't think it's like a terrible thing for an eight-year-old to watch and i think they did um, it to where it is kid-friendly yeah yeah so YouTube might not, but I am like sponsors. I'm sure there's everybody that sponsors them has probably been bombarded with emails and stuff. Cause people were very like, if you Google colon sav or Google, if you go to YouTube and type in colon sav, um, after that video, if it even pops up, cause you know, YouTube has changed the algorithm on them. Obviously it was expected. Um, if the video doesn't pop up, you'll see response to Colin Sav. Colin Sav did what? Colin Slav are evil. Col- a lot of people were upset. Um, I watched like legit like 10 videos about it. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm waiting for Mr. Atheist. I want to see what he has to say because he's been very bitter lately. Um, I don't know if anybody watches Mr. Atheist. I really, Jacqueline Glenn did one within hours, which I was kind of not surprised, but kind of surprised. She was, I think she was the first one to do a video about it. Um, if you guys watch any of that atheist content to keep up with what the other side is doing, I started doing that a couple years ago, and I just I find it so fascinating. Um, which kind of transitions um, to there is people are very 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 upset over all of these new anti-abortion laws that we're having. A lot of things. There's a lot of legislation that's being passed. So. Vic, you want to read? It's kind of a, a good chunk, but it's, we can yep. do the first and then kind of so break it down. This is uh, from the New York Times. Florida governor signed a law banning most abortions after 15 weeks. It is part of a cascade of restrictive abortion legislation in Republican-led states. Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida on Thursday signed into law a ban on most abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy severely restricting access to the procedure in a state that has long been a refuge for women from across the South. The new law, which takes effect on July 1st, is modeled after a similar abortion ban in Mississippi that the U.S. Supreme Court appears poised to uphold. It contains expectations only in cases where an abortion is necessary to save the life of the mother or prevent serious injury or if the fetus has a fatal abnormality. The new Florida law is the latest in a cascade of restrictive abortion legislation proposed in Republican-led states. On Wednesday, lawmakers in Kentucky overturned the governor's veto of a measure restricting abortions after 15 weeks and prohibiting providers from offering abortions until they can meet certain requirements. Which states have introduced legislation banning abortions? Abortion bans have been introduced in 30 states this year, according to the Guttmager whatever that is, Institute. Guttmacher. Guttmacher. A research Mm -hmm. group that supports abortion rights. Bans have passed at least 
one legislative chamber in seven states, Arizona, Idaho, Wyoming, Florida, Kentucky, Oklahoma, and West Virginia. And they've been enacted in six of those states, Florida, Oklahoma, Kentucky, Arizona, Idaho, and Wyoming. What we're seeing right now is the buildup of decades where states' legislatures have been adopting restriction after restriction. Now they're moving to adopt ban after ban, said Elizabeth Nash. Um, state policy analyst for the, how do you say it? Guttmacher Institute. She said the legislation reflected the efforts of increasingly conservative state legislatures moving to take advantage of rightward shifts in the courts. Several states have so-called trigger bans, which will make abortion illegal if Roe is overturned or scaled back. All of the legislation proposed so far is likely to be enacted, Ms. Nash said, but some efforts may face court challenges. In Idaho, for example, an abortion ban modeled on that of Texas was set to take effect on April 22nd, but was temporarily blocked by the Idaho Supreme Court on Friday. Planned Parenthood said on Tuesday that it would challenge any abortion ban enacted in Oklahoma, even as they passed more far-reaching bans. States have not let up passing other restrictions, including waiting periods and parental consent laws. On Tuesday, a judge in Florida allowed a 24-hour waiting period that abortion rights groups had spent seven years attempting to block. Great things. Thank you for, I know you're probably out of breath. <laughs> um, great things for those of us in the anti-abortion social club. Um, a lot of states have really been moving forward. I mean, for example, the 15-week ban, that's great. That's not enough, but that's great. That's great. We can, and, you know, there are a lot of arguments over incrementalism, especially if you're a Christian, that we can get into a whole, we can do a whole nother episode on that. Um, but, um, I think that Right now, this is a good start, and this is something to be happy and proud of. And it just also shows, because, like, on the news last night, shout out to Savannah. She was there when the signing in Ohio one, I believe. They were talking about... Um, Not the Savannah and Cole we just talked about. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry, sorry. Savannah was Students for Life. Um, she was... I saw her in the in the background when they were signing the uh, law. And um, they're on the news on... Uh, in, not inside edition um world news tonight with david muir um they were like yeah and now a lot of states are having these abortion bans or women's restrictive something 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 and you can tell people are like the the pro aborts are very scared like they're you can tell that they're like oh gosh this is really happening this is really happening and it to me like i'm just like yeah this that's good like when the other side is scared that's good and that just reminds us um, that we need to be ready in the sense of, I hope everyone listening, you are somehow connected with your local pregnancy resource center, whether it's donating, if you can donate $10, um, I'll be completely transparent. The most I can do at this time in my life is $10 and I do $10 every month. Not a lot, but it's not nothing. It you know, buys we can all a box we of can. tampons. If you mean, if they're pregnant, they don't need tampons. Well, so but- diapers. Whatever. Well, I thought they also yeah, provide, like, doesn't pregnancy resource centers, like, also provide, like, women care, too? Yeah, I mean, that's true. That's like, what they I was need thinking. To get, like, I think if 
if something happens and you need a tampon, I'm sure they'll have Yeah, it. yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, but yeah, so like the idea though is just to do something, to do some time. If you can't do money, time. Um, you know, I know that our uh the one in Charlotte, the Cabarrus Women's Center, slat is Cabarrus and U City, they're having a um they're having a walk May 14th. I need to get on oh in a month from now. I'm work I wanna have like you know, I want to help with that, like help with just using your time, go for the walk, raise some money. Like, you know, we can do this. Like this, if you're anti-abortion, this is what we need to be doing. This is, we got to be ready. Um, I noticed North Carolina was not on that list. Uh, I didn't expect it to be. We can't get we a, have a veto override. That's the issue. Like yeah, I know we, we have, tried, was it last year or the year before? When was the born alive? two though? years that was, oh, I think that was like three years at this point, maybe four. No, no, because I was back in North Carolina. I don't remember. I, I think it was two years ago. It definitely wasn't well, they tried in the last doing it with years. the Born Alive bill where, like, if a baby is born alive from, like, a botched abortion, it would require the doctor to save it. And, like, the yeah. governor vetoed that. Yeah. Which is sad. Makes no sense. It's also. I just, I really don't, I wish someone would write an article to explain, like, why you would be against that, but I haven't seen anything, like, Mm -hmm. I don't understand, even if you're pro-choice, I don't understand why you would be against, if the baby was already born alive, then just save, like, that to me makes no sense, and that, to me, that also shows you're not really pro-choice, you're just, um, anti-life, yeah, or wait, what'd you say? Pro-votes. Yeah, I mean, that too. I also, so, since we're talking about voting, I want to add everyone that um, this is why it's important to vote pro-life first. It's also important. Um, we May 17th in North Carolina is our primary. Is very a lot about this very seriously too. Yeah. I want to say Texas is May 24th. No, sorry. Virginia is May 24th. I will have it up no. on that political Georgia. life under like a voter tab. Um, I haven't gotten to it yet, but that's going to be up on that political life. Okay, that's smart. And maybe I might um, make a post on our page to even put it in the story. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll start a whole like voting story yeah. thing for it too, just for people to have. Um, I want to say either Virginia or Georgia is May 24th because I was helping my friend with that. Um, and she didn't know where she was registered if it was Virginia or Georgia. Anyway, that's beside the point. Um, but that's why it's so important on who we elect and who we vote for. These laws would not be passed if People did not vote for people who were pro-life and who want pro-life legislation, who's supporting pro-life legislation. It's so important, everyone, to vote pro-life first and to be serious about your vote. We have um, a Senate race in North Carolina that's coming up that is going to be so important. You know, when you go, we're not going to endorse anybody just yet. Um, But when you go and you are casting your vote, or when you mail your vote because you're doing absentee, um, it's so important to vote with, I don't want to say your heart, because that sounds so cheesy, but like, just vote with your values. That's what I mean. Vote with your values. Don't care about what anybody else says. You don't have to tell anybody. It's your right not to tell someone who you voted for. Also, too, I mean, you can say you voted for Bob and you really voted for Mary Sue. Um, 
no one knows. I mean, I don't think you should lie, but you don't have to tell anyone. And you don't, I hate to say, you don't even have to tell the truth. But when you go there, you have to vote with your values. It's so important. But these wonderful laws that are going to be great, especially these trigger laws, because in the next couple of weeks, we are going to um, know the results of Dobbs. Super excited for We're going to know the results of Dobbs in the next couple of weeks. And once we know the results, um, a lot of things are going to change in this country. And, oh, I know the other thing I was going to say. Um, and then I'm going to get off my soapbox. I'm sure Vic has some stuff to say. Okay, so also, too, when I was looking, you know, I get it on Twitter. Sometimes I'm on Twitter to look for topics to talk about. Sometimes I'm on Twitter because I'm bored. Sometimes I'm on Twitter because I want to learn something or I want to get, okay, what's the latest going on on X, Y, and Z? Because everything happens on Twitter first. So if you're not on Twitter, highly recommend it. Um, the left, pro-aborts, people not on our side are so angry. They're going. This will probably be the most turnout for a midterm that's ever happened. Um. People are so angry. So that means we cannot slack off. Like, we cannot allow them to um, be the most at turnout. We cannot allow that, y'all. We cannot allow it. Um, I just want to say that. Like, take this very seriously. You need, you have to vote. The left is going to vote. Pro-aborts are going to vote because they're angry. All of these things that we're doing are fantastic, but they're angry. They're going to vote. We need to make sure that we are voting. All right, Vic, did you add anything else? Um, if you <laughs> do not know when you're, um, what to do, like register primary. to vote or like when your primary is, um, you could just Google like what is my primary election date for your state. Also, you could also go to usvotefoundation.org. They have some information. Um, and then IamVoter.com also has information, but they're like a left-leaning group. But they do have some good resources. I'm trying to essentially create like a more like unbiased like access for people like to like vote if that makes sense. Like they're definitely like you scream left, but I want to create like an option for people to kind of like figure out their voter information without me telling you to vote as a Democrat. Like they do. Yeah. I'm not here to tell you who to okay. vote for on when I provide you resources. Yeah. Well, I am. I'm telling you. No, I'm just <laughs> I'm, not, I, I'm not telling you either. I just want you to vote your values. Yes, vote if, your values. That I think is so important. I think sometimes people get caught up in like trying to vote, you know, because so-and-so said they should vote this way or, or not even knowing their values. Mm -hmm. So they just kind of do whatever I we all need to vote our values. Yep. Okay. Um, quick um, mid-roll ad. This next segment is brought to you by Living Like Co. You can go to litlco.com and use our code THOSEGIRLS to get 10% off of any of their cute apparel. They have t-shirts. They have scrunchies. They have um, accessories. I think she released jewelry. Um as well. So I think that's that's pretty cool. Um, all of that is on their website. It's a hundred percent um spiritually based. They do not cave to cancel culture. Um, and you're helping a small business. It is these are some tough times. We should be helping um small businesses. Yep. All right. I will say my mouth dropped because I did not know about the story. Then it's next one. You did not no, know the story. Did they okay. talk about it on the toes? 
That's where I get all my celebrity news. Oh, it must okay. have just come out. I want to talk about the story so badly. All right. So this is from Yahoo News or Yahoo.com. Kim Kardashian son Saint saw an ad of Kim and Ray J's sex tape on Roblox, and Kim said she's suing. <sighs> Sorry, I catch my breath. The Los Angeles Times reported that the first episode covers the awkward moment when Kim and Kanye's. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, so this. Okay, that's why they didn't talk about this. So this was from um the first episode of the Kardashians' new show. Yes, yes. Which I kind of want to watch. I've never been a Kardashian fan. So I watched it this morning. (gasps) Okay, I I, I do not care for keeping up, but since becoming a toaster, I now care about the Kardashians. (laughs) I finish the story and then I'll tell you. I have something to say about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Los Angeles Times reported that the first episode covers the awkward moment when Kim and Kanye's five-year-old son, Saint, saw a pop-up ad for Kim and her ex, Ray J's infamous sex tape on Roblox. Saint showed it to Kim during a family barbecue, and she was obviously mortified. Kim then phoned her lawyer, Marty Singer, while packing for her SNL hosting appearance with Chris, Chloe, and Courtney. Yeah, so that's terrible. And I, I don't want to say that like I'm a big Kardashian fan. Like I don't want to make it seem like we're not obsessed, but we're not like. Jackie and Claudia, like they're obsessed, but I mean they're culturally relevant. Did you I'm sorry? It, it whether we want to or not, they're culturally yeah. relevant. I would recommend. I listened to. Did you see um from Dear Media? Not skinny, not fat. Um, I was going to listen to that today. Is on the way. Oh, it was somewhere. such a good podcast. Like Kim was so open about so much, and I loved what she said. Wow. Like about like so she said about like her relationship with Kanye because she's like like um. Oh god, I'm blanking on the host. I'm blanking on her name. I think it's Amanda. But the host was like, like, like I don't want to talk about it, but you can if you want to. She's like, she's like, I just, I, she's like, I love Kanye, and I know he's going through something rough, and I'm just trying to give him grace. It's, wow. it's essentially like what she said. It was just like really beautiful thing. Like of like, she's like, we're gonna figure this out eventually. Um, eventually we'll get good again. But right oh, now, like, we're just together. not good right now. But we'll get good again. Yeah. It's just hard not being good with everyone watching you. It was yeah. just, like, really, like, she, it was, like, a 40-minute interview. And I'm like, this is great. Wow. Yeah. And I think whether we like the Kardashians or not, because I know some people probably, like, clicked out, like, ugh, they're talking about the Kardashians. Whatever. Um, I think that this is a, a cultural, they're, they're in the culture. Mm-hmm. If we're going to change culture, we can't make... We we have to talk about I culture. Wonder, we change culture. Okay, do you think deep down they're pro-life? I think that they are pro-life for themselves, but I... I think they're pro-life for themselves when they recognize that life begins at conception. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're not they gonna would. scream it, but like I mean, think oh, about like never gonna how say many it. I don't kids think. there are, and like I mean, especially like with well, I mean, Kylie's pregnancy and like honestly Kim's pregnancy too. Like because you know, like her life was at risk for I think both North and Saint. Both, yeah, North and Saint. And yeah. she like went through with the pregnancy instead of being like, okay, like maybe you should consider aborting and then doing the surrogacy route. 
I definitely think they're personally. I think pro-life. they're personally pro-life. I think they're personally pro-life, but I don't necessarily know if they would be like if they would say that abortion should be illegal. Mm-hmm. Which, if you're personally pro-life, or if you're pro-life, then the next logical step is that abortion should be illegal. Um, so I don't think they would go as far as to say that, but I do think they're personally pro-life and they probably do recognize because the, apparently they're um, very religious. I mean, they don't scream it, but apparently they're also very religious. That is what I heard. I think that, uh, but you know, there's a difference between, I don't necessarily want to get into this, but there's a difference between being religious and having a relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Bible talks about how people will get to heaven and people will be like, God, I did X, Y, and Z and God will, be like, go away, I never knew you. So, like, you can be, re- and I'm not saying this is them, I'm just saying, like, when people ever, when people are like, yeah, so-and-so's religious, that doesn't really move me, because you can follow, the Bible literally says you can do X, Y, and Z, but God will just be like, you didn't have a relationship, so I don't, <laughs> bye, I don't know you. So, I don't know, like, I mean, there's a lot of people who just go through the motions, and, I mean, the Bible also says we will know, um, other Christians by their fruit. I'm not quite sure what fruit, and I'm not saying I'm perfect. Like I always want to say that because I feel like sometimes I come off judgmental, and I'm not trying to be judgmental. I'm just saying like I don't, I, I haven't really seen any fruit um, of a relationship with Jesus, but it's quite possible they could. Yeah. Um, but back to the comment at hand. The reason why I want to talk about the story is just how sad it is that this tape, and just to remind everybody, like. On this side of Earth, you can do, I mean, we talked about, I think we talked about it like, what, 20, 30 minutes mm-hmm. ago about grace. On this side of Earth, you you can do anything. And as Christians, we need to offer people grace, especially when they repent. Um, but the world might not. I mean, I hate to say it. The world might not. It's so sad that that happened five ever ago and people are still doing it also too hello get your kid off that app i don't know anything about roblox i didn't i didn't know about it until literally i saw the story um and it was and part of the reason why i watched the episode this morning before i watched teen titans so good hilarious um before i watched that i watched the episode the part of the reason was because i wanted i saw that they talked about it on the show and i was like i want to see how they handled it um and it was like for five minutes it wasn't even the whole episode but um it, that's just to me that's just so sad it's still haunting her that's why we always got to be careful like what we do who we do it with i just cannot imagine like oh god that must feel i feel so bad for her that must feel awful, especially if she truly has repented that's the thing too like if she was one of those people like yeah it's out there huh, who cares i'll show my son myself like if he, she was like that i wouldn't feel that bad but you can tell she feels shame and she feels like you know what i should not have done that she feels repentant so it's just to me that's the sad part about it like and to send it to a child and what vic what was so crazy about this it didn't say in the, in the article but when you read other things he satan had no idea what it was mm. so he was like so it was a picture of her crying and then it said something like um new part of kim's sex tape is out so he has his iPad and he's like, oh my goodness, look, mommy, look. Says something like, that's you. Look, mommy. And she's like, uh, okay, let me see. And then she's like, oh my God, um, Chloe, can you look at this? And it's just like, oh, I felt so bad for her. And the kid, he's just like, ah, look at this. Ah. And he's, oh, he's so cute. Everything he does, like, he also has a smile Which on his face. Which one is your favorite? So 
So Saint's your favorite. Kim <laughs> Saint, kid. Saint's my favorite. Yeah. I love North is sass. She's just like like uh, she scares me. <laughs> but okay. She's gonna be like a boss babe, like when she grows up. Cause did you see the um I think Kim was on Ellen and they're talking about like the Vogue cover or Vogue interview that she did and like all the pictures with the kids. She's like, Yeah, like all the kids came out wearing like black and they looked very chic and North is like this is boring. We're not wearing this. And took all the kids in and styled them herself. Like she went in their closets oh, and like so like those really cute like organic pictures Kim has of her kids from Vogue is styled by North. I did not know mm-hmm. that. That's cute. Okay. She still scares me because every interview she seems so moody and upset. She's sassy. Um, s- sassy. I kind of associate with like dream have you ever seen dream and chloe stories also two, no 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 two seconds dream, you got. you're thinking true dream is rob's kid. No, no 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 i know and she spends like 90 percent of time at chloe's house because she is always oh, with true okay let me say this really quick this is like a segue so a couple weeks maybe two weeks ago i don't know if you saw this but um uh black china tweeted something like i had to get rid of three of my cars because i'm a single mother working without anybody's help okay so she said that well uh tyga who is the father of the first son was like what do you mean i have my kid six days a week why would i be paying you child support yeah i pay x amount and then rob goes i don't understand i have the my child like Tuesday to Sunday, five days a week. Why would I, and I pay this X amount for school. Why would I, why would I pay you child support? And then Tiger was like, wait, why do you pay less for school? It, it's so funny to me. Cause it's like, wow, she's doing all that whining and complaining. And she literally has her kids for less than a weekend. One of the kids, she literally gets one day a week. Mm. That's crazy. That's interesting. But like, that I makes wonder, sense. like, she has like oh, some issues, right? Oh, she definitely has issues. Well, I mean, has it been, like, confirmed, like, she has issues or... Oh, like, a mental issue? Oh, I don't know about that. But she has, like, she's something's definitely wrong with her. Like, I mean, she's crazy. She's suing them, too, for ending the show. And I think that's hilarious because... Like, which show? Like, I know, like, her and Rob had, like, a show for, like, a hot minute. Yep. That one? Yep, her and Rob's show. And it's like, if you're not with the Kardashian, why on earth? Yeah, if you're not with the Kardashian, why on earth would they keep your show? Like that yeah. doesn't. I wonder if she's just like with you're not, Rob. To people get weren't clout, tuning in. I have like no idea who Kardashian she is. If she wasn't with Rob. You froze. Hello, you froze. Ah. Okay. Well, I'll keep talking. Hopefully, she'll come back to us. Um. Oh no. What was I saying? Um, but yeah, the, the Rob and um, Tyga, that to me with Black Turner, that was hilarious. But back to um, Saint. Well, I'm back to Saint. Um, seeing that, that's just really sad. I think it also. Um, sorry, she texted me. So you froze on my end. I think my internet down. Yeah, you're frozen here too um i'll keep the show going (laughs) 
yeah. Um, oh, I wonder if it's gonna, no, it probably won't have this little, no, 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 it won't have that on, it'll just, okay, she's almost here, y'all, she's almost back, but yeah, so, what I was saying is, like, also, too, like, I feel like you should, I don't know anything about that Roblox, but you're back! Yeah, so, we have Google oh. Fiber, which is great, but you're because the speeds are so high, sometimes it just overloads everything. That's what moving to a new place will do, oh, to be loose again. mess up your internet sometimes. Um, Gosh. let me tell her. <laughs> I don't know if this Roblox is, but get your yeah. kids off of it. That's another thing that, like, why would someone send that? Why would they be talking about sex tapes? Also, too, like that. It's another weird thing. Why are they talking about sex tapes on Roblox for kids? That's inappropriate. Um. Oh, another Victoria's coming on. Okay. Can you hear me? Hello. I don't know why there's three yeah, of I can me hear you. two of me now. <laughs> That's really funny. I get the other um, one out. Uh, yeah. Can you exit out? Oh, no. Oh my god. Okay. Let me see. This oh, is there we go. We're two. Funny. We're one. We're one. Okay. Ooh, now. Good. 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 Okay. Good, good. So we have Google okay. Fiber, and sometimes because this is what Sebastian told me. I don't know. I'm not. I don't know. He said because like it's so quick that in like the technology so new that sometimes like it just over like works too much in the system. The internet kind of like spazzes out. Wait, I'm so sorry. I just thought of this. I wonder if it'll upload the first half of this oh or the first to get of this podcast because you exited out. And you're frozen again. Why does it keep doing this? Okay. Um, one second. You're okay. You moved. Okay. I think you're good. Are you talking? Because I can't hear you. Ah, you're frozen. Because I'm now concerned. Well, that's okay. You know what? It's all okay. We're gonna wrap this up. Um, here for. Okay. Okay. Um. Well, only I just thought of this. You know, with the new system, I wonder if it'll upload. So it is uploading. So it did tell me. Said, "Don't worry, we're holding it. Okay, we'll upload it. Okay. So like, I'm at like ten percent, fourteen, thirteen right now. So cross our fingers. Okay. Well, is there anything else you want to say about the Kardashian thing? And then I want to wrap it up with our Good Friday Easter message. No, but you go ahead because I'm really scared it might lose me again. Okay. All right. Um, so our Good Friday Easter OG Jesus moment is brought to you by Culture of Life 1972. If you head over to Culture of Life 1972... And you click, uh, or you use the code, those are the girls 1972, you'll get 10% off of your purchase. A hundred percent of the purchase goes to pro-life causes. All right, here we go. <laughs> okay. So I want to play like a clip from this video that I heard that they showed us in high school that 
every Good Friday, I always think of this. And like we in high school would just say this all the time. Um, but here we go really quick. And then I have some verses I want to read and then we'll wrap it up. It's Friday. Jesus is praying. Peter is asleep. Judas is betraying. But Sunday's coming. It's Friday. Pilate's struggling. The council is conspiring. The crowd is vilifying. They don't even know that Sunday's coming. It's Friday. The disciples are running like sheep without a shepherd. Mary's crying. Peter is denying. But they don't know that Sundays are coming. It's Friday. The Romans beat my Jesus. They roll him in scars. They crown him with thorns. But they don't know that Sundays are coming. It's Friday. See Jesus walking to Calvary. His blood dripping. His body stumbling. And his spirit's burden. But you see, it's only Friday. Sunday's coming. I'll link it so you can watch the whole video. It's three minutes. And I know you guys probably don't want to listen to it three minutes. But I just think about that every uh, Good Friday, obviously, because it's Friday. Sunday's coming. Um, and it's just like. It puts a lot of things into perspective, and this year, um, Easter just feels different for me personally. I don't know if anyone else, um, you know, sometimes with our relationship with God, I talked about this, my episode with Noel, that'll come out, I think, Tuesday, um, and um, with your relationship with God, it goes up and down because we're just sinful people. There's nothing we can do about that. It's who we are. Well, we can try to fight it. Um, but it's who we are. Like it goes up and down. And sometimes we're in seasons where we might feel closer to God. We're in seasons where we might feel even more distant from God. But um, either way, um, we need to continue to read our Bibles. We need to continue to pray. We need to continue to praise and worship. Like no matter where, how close we feel to God, we still have to do that. And, you know, I feel like for me, this season, this year, I'm feeling a lot closer just in some of the other personal things that are going on in my life. It's just one of those times where you have to, like, hold on and grasp. And when you think about the cross, about um, how Jesus sacrificed his life for us, for me, for you, um, just so you can know him, that is, I mean, when you truly sit down and think about it, it's, it's an honor it's just it's so humbling because when you think about how many times we mess up how awful humans we can be it's such a humbling thing so there's three verses i want to read really quick um just to think about on uh saturday and sunday going into easter john three sixteen. i think we all know this one but i'm reading from the esv for god to love the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. And when we think about that, oh, no, my battery's almost dead. Um, when we think about that, um, that just, to me, it just shows his great love for us. He wanted 
he loves us so much so that nobody will perish that whoever believes in him you have to believe in him that's the other thing too you have to believe in him so you know take with that what you will but if you do, you will not perish. Vic, can you talk about John 3.16 really quick? Let me get my charger. Two seconds. I'll be right back. Yes. So I will say John 3.16. Um, I, I really like that verse in particular. Like, I just makes me think of, like, Tim Tebow and how when he was playing football, especially at Florida during their national championship, he had put John 3.16 on his uh, eye black, like the thing that goes like right underneath his eyes, and that's what I really like think about when you hear John three sixteen and how that simple act caused millions of people to Google what is John three sixteen just because Tim Tebow put eye black on when he was on the biggest stage in college football, and so I mean first off it's a beautiful verse it really encompasses what like being a Christian and Christianity it's kind of like our whole religion is like is based off in my opinion that verse alone and so for Mm -hmm. Tim Tebow to kind of put like the eye black on and like that simple act caused so many people to really look up that verse and probably become Christians themselves and so I think that verse and like that act is just a good reminder it's just like you don't have to like scream across the rooftops like and do everything like regardless whether it's like something like sharing the gospel or sharing your views on pro-life or whatever that like one simple act if you have that opportunity can make a huge difference Mm, that's so good and it like you said it is the pinnacle of the gospel um john 3 16 is what it's all surrounded by i think that also i used to wonder like um why is that like the one verse every christian knows when you're like five but it's really just encompassing of the whole gospel mm-hmm. i think that's Jesus like you, that's your base of christianity like if you don't yeah. have that verse in your life then like are you christian like you know what i'm saying like yeah. if you don't believe yeah. wholeheartedly like that verse then i guess what's the point yeah oh that's good um, the other one I want to read is Isaiah 53. I'm going to start at verse two um, and I'll read till um, seven, I believe. So for he, for he grew up before him like a young plant and like a root out of dry ground. And he had no form of majesty that we should look at him, no beauty that we should despise him. He was despised and rejected by man, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And as one with whom men hid their faces, he was despised. And we esteemed him not. Surely he had bore our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was a chastisement and brought us peace. And with his wounds we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. And we have turned every one to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth like a lamb that is led to the slaughter and like sheep that before its shears it was silent. So he opened not his mouth. A couple of things. Um, One of the beautiful things about the gospel, about the Bible in general, is like um, if you ever do a Bible study over it, you can see how Jesus was predicted. 
like what all that happened to Jesus, this was in Isaiah. So this was the Old Testament. Isaiah predicted um, what would happen in the future to Jesus. And it's just when you think about all this, he was oppressed and he was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, like sheep that like a sheep that before its shears are silent, he opened not his mouth. When you just think about that, that's just so beautiful. Like God did all of that for me. He did all of that for you so that we could have eternal life with him. And I don't know. I just, I really, I wanted you guys to just think of these verses the next couple of um, days as we go into Easter, as we recognize that um, Jesus has risen. We don't have to, we don't have to make sacrifices anymore on altars. We don't have to do anything fancy because he's forgiven us. Jesus has risen. I just wanted you guys to remember that. Um, yeah. Happy Easter. Happy Good Friday. I pray that everyone, um, and if you're listening and you're not a Christian, I pray that you will use what we talked about just now to maybe explore more. If you want to reach out to us, if you have a good Christian friend that you know and trust, you just want to ask them questions. I think this is a good time to do that, to explore. Um, anything you want to say about that, Vic? No, I'm just happy Easter. I hope everyone has a blessed Easter. Yeah, happy Easter. If you enjoyed this episode, oh, before I say that, I also wanted to say I'm wearing... Hope Beauty Red Lipstick, the Rahab. Also, too, if you like the necklace that I'm wearing, if you're watching the YouTube, please let me know for reasons. Wink, wink. Um, let me know if you like it or if you're like, oh, that's hideous. Uh, I really would like everyone's opinion on the necklace I'm wearing. Um, and if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you like, rate, review, subscribe. Tell all your friends. Share this. Um, it was a heavy anti-abortion episode. Also uh very i feel like it was kind of christiany as well so share don't tell them don't tell them that's what it's about um and like i said make sure you rate review subscribe tell all your friends um head over to our merch store buy some merch we have a lot of i mentioned it last week we have some really cool things coming up um that i cannot wait for you all to see Alrighty, bye, bye guys Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram, at thoseothergirlspodcast, and on Twitter, at TOG underscore podcast. Those are the girls, changing culture and bringing back traditional values.